As the plane zigzagged across the sky, Cindy gripped Mateus's hand and closed her eyes. It was incredible being back with him again on their trip down to Jamaica. It was also shocking to be on a new case so quickly after her own sister Anne's murder. Cindy's head spun as the plane rocked back and forth. It was amazing to Cindy that she'd been able to jump in, mobilize, take Anne's case, and actually find the killer. Cindy wondered what Anne would think about her going forward so quickly now with another case. But what else could she do? Cindy had thought of returning to her cottage in Oyster Bay with Mateus, but the place was drenched in memories. She and Anne had spent so much meaningful time there together that Cindy couldn't bear being there without her now. She wasn't ready to face either the memories or the visitors that would crowd in. She couldn't stand the thought of receiving endless condolences, looking at sad faces, or trying to make sense of something that was senseless at its core. Oddly enough, Cindy felt stronger and safer here on the plane with Mateus, focusing on how she could help the next victim of crime, who was suffering as much as she had. We'll be landing in about half an hour. Mateus leaned over and whispered in her ear, Are you awake? Are you ready? Cindy smiled. Mateus was being extra solicitous. She liked it. He couldn't get over the fact that the second Cindy heard that Anne had been killed, she'd jumped on the case. Most women couldn't have done something like that. You're different. You're special. You have a gift for this work, Mateus had said to her over and over. Cindy had enjoyed hearing that. It was wonderful having Mateus at her side again, validating who she was and what mattered to her. Cindy also had to admit that she did have a gift for the work. She loved investigating crimes, digging the truth out, putting an end to dangerous deceptions. The work was healing for her. When Cindy was on a case, it soothed the endless ache inside her heart that had never gone away after Clint was killed. Now Anne, how else could she live through this? Cindy, do you hear me? Mateus whispered a bit louder now. I asked if you were ready. Cindy stirred in her seat. It felt lovely hearing Mateus whisper to her. I'm ready, she replied, opening her eyes and looking at him. He was leaning over her, his handsome, rugged face close to hers. His beautiful eyes looked at her lovingly. Were you sleeping? Mateus gently brushed her moist hair back from her forehead. I'm awake. Cindy replied, just mulling over the details of the new case. You never stop, do you? asked Mateus. No, I don't. I can't, Cindy replied. There'll be plenty of time for going over the case. He stroked her forehead slowly. There's never plenty of time, and you know it, Cindy answered playfully, sitting up. Sometimes there is, Mateus replied. This new case is different. The suspect's already been arrested. So what? That didn't mean much to Cindy. So many times the main suspect was just a convenient cover for the real culprit. Besides, she went on, the main suspect's the one who called us down to help. We're working for him, remember? Of course I remember, said Mateus. But I'm not so sure what we can do. The chief of police told me it's a clear-cut case of euthanasia. Owen helped his wife die. For all we know, he could have thought it was an act of mercy.